Gorge. I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because <laughs> Rod and Karen are hot. <laughs> hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. I'm your host, Rod, joined as always by my co-host. Karen. And we are live on a Walking Dead Wednesday. Y'all know mm-hmm. how we do. Uh, we we love to represent, you know, we love to tell y'all that y'all should check us out and y'all do and I mean y'all wanted this, you know, so <laughs> We're Let's get it, people. To give it to you, you know. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I guess without further ado, you know what we're gonna do? Recap the Walking Dead. All right, all right, all uh, right. This is episode. 19 of season 11 we only got one two three four five to go uh it's directed by karen gaviola it's called variant and on some big surprises in this episode mm-hmm. a year ago uh <laughs> <laughs> um, karen what'd you think about this episode in general before we get into the breakdown <laughs> this episode was really good i I enjoyed it uh, a lot, and I know we talk about it later on, but the way it ended, I was like, oh, they get ready to actually, like, this is the end. We actually, you know, we ain't holding no shit back. Like, let's let's get into everything and all the things that we have been building up to to this moment. It's going to be interesting because I said, me and you read the comics, so it's going to be interesting the difference between this and the comics. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think uh, for me... uh, it was very surprising, a pleasant surprise, a welcome surprise. Uh, I've always made jokes about something I would want to see in The Walking Dead that I thought, you know, they should have done, which is um, I always felt like they should have taken, like, just just an episode where, like, some wild, crazy shit happened, like aliens or time travel. I know Robert Kirkman said he would never do that, but I just think, once it got to the point where people were starting to be like, I don't know, man, is this just going to go on forever? I think that's when you hit them with a twist that, that, that no one sees coming. Right. And it blows everybody's minds. It's just like a character has superpowers or someone gets bit and they just don't die. You know, like I think rules are made to be broken. And I was glad that we got to see some broken rules this episode. And it was a genuine surprise. And uh, yeah, let's go ahead and break it down. So this episode is called Variant. Um, I broke it down into two pieces. It's so Hornsby and uh, the Commonwealth is the is the one piece, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, everything that happened in there because last time we were there, um, Sebastian had just been killed by a zombie, mm-hmm. and Max and Eugene are on the run. And so we have everything that happens there. I'm going to talk about that second because it's long and there's lots of moving parts to that. Then there's what I like to call on the road. Now we had uh, Aaron, uh, Jerry, mm-hmm. uh, Lydia, and Elijah mm-hmm. go on the road with some supplies to bring back to the communities: yep. Alexandria, Hilltop, Hilltop, Oceanside. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was a little weird, you know, when they said they were going to do that last week, mostly because it felt like 
where everyone had just gotten together. We hadn't even seen Lydia and Elijah interact with the rest of the group. They were coming off the road, going right back on the road. And I said to myself, like, what's so important? Like, wouldn't, don't you want all your characters in the Commonwealth so they can kind of like do something? But after this storyline, I see why they had to put somebody on the road because they wanted to like show us this huge change. Yes. Yeah. And there's also, you know, when you see, you go, oh yeah, that makes sense. Because, mm-hmm. you know, when she hit the fan, they don't have to deal with that. They're not a part of that. Like they can mm-hmm. just go on. But I but back. I but I'm saying if they were there, they they would be just as good helping in the Commonwealth. Yes. But for the story's sake, I think like if it, it struck me as odd that like okay, cause cause you know what else it was? It felt like well the Commonwealth thing isn't really over over. No. And so I only four of our group going back home, uh, uh, rushing off, kind of. It just felt a little weird. They hadn't really brought up, like, how bad they needed some supplies back home before that to be like, listen, we really need to get – it don't matter if only four of us can go. We just got to get supplies back to Alexandria. Like, so it felt a little like the pri- – like the uh, what do you call it? The priority of going back and just those four people without Carol or Daryl or anybody, without the kids. It made me feel like, oh, that's – kind of a a weird like it just felt weird it wasn't like bad writing or anything it just felt weird now i know like oh it was for the purpose of the end of this show to be like we want to show y'all some new shit and we gotta have somebody go out here and fuck around with some zombies or y'all ain't gonna never find out (laughs) true yes 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 that's true and also i don't know how long they had been there but I can kind of understand what you're saying because, like, these communities have needed help for a while. Yeah, and, and it's not like they foreshadowed it where, like, during the, the previous two or three episodes we've been watching where they were like, man, we just really need to get the supplies back to Alexandria. Okay, like, emphasizing Like, on everybody it, yeah. was really just concentrating on should we stay here or not. It wasn't really a, you know, man, we got to help everybody out, you know? Right. All right, so Elijah and Lydia are walking behind the cart with Aaron and Jerry kind of like steering the carriage with a horse and stuff. Um, and they're holding all the supplies and whatever. And Elijah and Lydia are making eyes at each other and giggling. Mm. Like it's very like, you know, puppy love-ish. Yeah, high school-ish. Yeah, vibes. And they are younger, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but they end up stopping because they see a herd of walkers crossing the road ahead of them. Mm-hmm. And they're like, ah, should we even like go down this path? Because, you know, you got these motherfucking walkers down here and uh, who knows what kind of shit, you know, like we can just wait it out. And so Jerry says, yeah, let's make camp. Let that herd walk on by. It doesn't see us. Uh, It's not coming this way. Let those walkers kind of disperse and we can just like start a fire. I can make my Jerry Alfredo. Yeah, and we could just keep going, like, you know, because his thing also, like, we have a whole-ass buggy with fucking horses trying, like, if we walk it, we're fine, but trying to get this buggy to go on this uneven road, like, that... No, no, no. He was, Jerry was saying, let's stop. Yes. Like, right. Like, he, uh, it was Aaron who was like, Let's keep going. You said you said Jerry was like, let's keep going. It was Aaron. No, no, said, no, 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 no. Like I understand Jerry's perspective. Right. Like, like for his perspective, it's like, oh yeah, we can just chill. Like you know what I'm saying. Like ain't no reason to like rush and 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 you know uh, cause us to get a, an attack because it's a limited amount of us. We don't got unlimited ammo. We don't got the whole crew with us. Right. 
So it's not like we have a contingency plan if something terribly goes wrong. And it's just walkers, which is like rain at this point. Right. And Jerry was being so patient and so positive this episode. Mm -hmm. Like, I love that he was in this episode because I feel like we don't get enough Jerry a lot of times. Mm -hmm. Um, And we didn't get any Nabila and the kids this this week. But, um, you know, Jerry's whole demeanor was like, you know, like it always is, like let's make happy the best go lucky out of the, the situation. Yeah, let's mm-hmm. right. So uh Aaron is the one who's just got a stick up his ass, like, nah, man, fuck that. We need to get back as soon as possible. We'll just go off road. And they're like, if you go off road with the carriage, it's uneven. We could get stuck. The you know, like is you know, we don't like it's just eat, why not wait? Aaron's like, no, we just really need to get the the hilltop and oceanside the supplies because uh, they're in bad shape and we don't have any time to spare once again one of i don't know if later on they will go and give aaron like a motivation for why he was so pressed but uh, i don't know why he was so pressed the only reason why i could think of was to get there and get back to his door get back to gracie but mm-hmm. i but i'd rather I feel like that should have been said this episode at some point. Yeah. Or if not, maybe they're saving it for next week. But right. it needed to be said. Right. Because he it seemed just, like he had an ulterior motive. Yes. He was all out of character. Right. Mm-hmm. I did not like that shit. So, um, and plus he's a white dude. I don't care if he's gay. You bossing everybody around. It's everybody ah. there is like brown or a woman. Calm down, right. white man. And they're looking like, dog, like this, what you're doing makes no sense. Why are we still trying to move forward? So, um, one, as the herd of walkers walks across the street or whatever, mm-hmm. one walker we see before they cut the like commercial cut away stops mid stride and seems to look in their direction mm-hmm. as as Aaron and them go off the road. Like it, it seemed like it was aware, and I said, "Oh no, whispers are back." Yes, because I was like, "I," because truth be told, I was like, "No way, that killed all of them." Well, it, it was on no for two on two levels for me, cause it was like, man, haven't we done whispers already? Mm-hmm. Like, why? Like, it's too late to be trying to put these motherfuckers back in the mix. What the governor gonna show up next? <laughs> next, we over that. Um, but also, it was like, who, who, who would this person be? Right? Who were they offshoots of the last whispers and stuff? So, but it made me and and it. But at the same time, it wasn't really overt enough to know that it was a a whisper. Like it could have just been a coincidence. Like, oh, a a bird fell yeah, over there. Because we know how they do the convenient zombie, right? Yes. So then they pushing the fucking carriage because it gets stuck. Of course, just like Jerry said it would. Right. Aaron is just being a slave driver. Like, push it. We can make it anyway. <laughs> we and, got this. Come on, team. Yeah, Elijah's like, we can just leave it behind. It's in the middle of the woods. We can get a group and come back later and and get all the supplies and he's like no we got to do it tonight and as they push it jerry just fucks his knee up yep it i think it rolls over it don't it it seemed like so okay this was something i think for the tv show they just had to do it this way but it seemed like it rolled over his foot but then when they said what the injury was it was like a cut to his knee. Yeah, okay, cause so I, I don't thought know. it was his foot too. Cause I was yeah. like, the way it rolled, I was like, oh shit, he his foot fucked up. Yeah, I thought he caught that Nick Chubb. I was like, I don't know how they getting this nigga home. Mm-mm. Like I was like, I thought I said, oh, he must have dislocated the knee after it got stuck in the under the wheel. I said, oh, he that they don't have no they can they got to go back to uh uh they got to go back to the Commonwealth to find that type of doctoring, but. 
They said it was just like a cut on his knee. I don't see how he got the cut on knee, mm-hmm. but whatever. Um, you know, that's what they that's what they needed the injury to be, mm-hmm. and it's fine. Mm-hmm. Also, I didn't want Jerry to have a super serious injury. Me so either. It's cool. Um, so he he hurt his knee like you know when you go to a Megan Thee Stallion concert and you just forget that your knees can't go like that. Child, no, they can't. Um, so. Aaron spots a place in the distance that has walls, and he's like, oh, we can hold up there. It's a pretty nice place. And what I kept thinking is, so y'all end up having to fucking sit out overnight anyway. Anyway, so you might as well have stayed where you was going to be in the All that damn place. rushing, you could have just sat there, ate Jerry's Alfredo, and y'all would have been home faster than this shit. Right. But it is a nice place. It has walls, and it is one of those places that, for me, immediately makes me go, how the fuck is this place abandoned? What happened? What what happened? <laughs> and who may come back? Yeah, exactly. Like, it's too nice. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, why are they having an open house special? It's not locked. They were able to walk in. But, uh, yeah, so they get there. Jerry bandages up his knee. Elijah starts making a fire. Lydia comes over to help him with the fire. They get all close Mm -hmm. to the face like Lady and the Champ when they were eating that spaghetti. (laughs) And he goes in for a kiss to try to swirl it up. And uh, she pulls away. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, my assumption is it's the guilt from Henry dying that's still eating her up inside yep uh she did talk to carol about this last week and i guess that one conversation wasn't enough to get over you know carol's like girl you better get you that bbc and she was like "Mm, i don't think so life too short um and aaron notices this by the way while Mm -hmm. he's talking to jerry um jerry meanwhile is looking around at this place he's like this is a nice place Yes, he's like, wow, wow. They left this place like he, right like this. It's an amazing open house. They got, he was like, you got places to grow gardens. You got walls. You got buildings. It's in great shape. This could be a kingdom 2.0. Right. But Aaron's not even listening. He is zoned out. I think he's trying. I couldn't tell exactly what he was doing, <clears throat> but I think he was trying to make Jerry a crutch, which... <laughs> How you going to, you the reason my knee is fucked up. You making me a crutch. How you going to get an attitude with me for for trying to have a positive, I'm the one with the positive patient attitude because this positivity. is why I said I love Jerry because if he had been anybody but Jerry. Oh, that wouldn't have went well. They would have been sitting there like my knee is fucked up because your ass couldn't wait. Now we stuck out here in the middle of nowhere and we got to wait overnight anyway. And it's going to take longer than one night for my fucking knee to heal. Wow, who you think you getting a motherfucking attitude with? You know? Who you think you talking to like that? But Jerry's the one that'll be like, hey, dude, you all right? You know, he's such a cool guy. Mm-hmm. But um, so then uh, Jerry drops the subject and Aaron's like frustrated that he can't make the crutch right. Then he's like, it's going to be dark soon. I'll take the first watch so you can rest. And Lydia comes over and she's like, yeah, I'll watch with you. Um and so later on during their watch during the night Lydia talks to Aaron about the guilt that she feels trying to move on from Henry mm-hmm. Aaron talks about his marriage to Eric yep uh, and we and this is one of the reasons I actually like this episode we got some good exposition on our characters backgrounds mm-hmm. and not just this scene but more and so it, he talks about when he she, he said I used to be married well not legally and I thought about it right 
because you know one way to go not legally is like oh you mean in the zombie apocalypse they weren't it's not a real marriage no no I think what what we got to remember is that the zombie apocalypse in the Walking Dead universe happens before Obama. Yep, it happens before this has been Obama's second term, where marriage equality becomes law. Mm-hmm. So, literally, not legally, because it didn't happen right in this universe, which is so wild to think about. I know they have a different president and stuff, right? But, but it's just it's just interesting to think about the timing. Agreed. So he's like, yeah, it's not, it wasn't legal, but um, he gives this beautiful speech about how Eric asked him out and he kept saying no at first. And then eventually he went out with him and then they got together. And then the z they were working together in Alexandria. They used to, they were scouts. Mm-hmm. Y'all remember when we yep, first met that, them? That's how they met the crew. Yeah. They will, they would go out and scout other communities and bring them in. And so he talks about how Eric died. And now all he thinks about every day is if he could have took even one of those times that he said no early on back, he'd at least have an extra day with Eric. Mm -hmm. So he regrets those no's and he's like, look, don't, you know, like we, this the zombie apocalypse girl. If you, if, if you see somebody you think you could be happy with, you need to move on that shit right away right because it's you're not needing nobody no none none of us are promised tomorrow and it's also one of those things where you know it's gonna be woulda coulda shoulda because you know he lost him years ago Mm -hmm. and also you know um even eugene they swiping right on eugene like it's like you gotta do what you gotta do right now anybody ain't got time it's big it's all beggars no choosers (laughs) right um so uh while they while they're talking we see a zombie hand reach up and grab the top of a fence in the distance Mm -hmm. once again what the fuck right how sway i'm like whispers are back why so at night by the fire lydia and aaron who are keeping watch while you know elijah and jerry are supposed to be sleeping um they hear some noises in the background and I listen the second time, especially the noises you hear are literally like a fence gate being opened. It's not a like clang clang. Like, you know, other times when you hear zombies break in, you know, it's like, Oh, enough of them piled up at a wall. The it's wall fell broke. down. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a lot more noisy. This shit was like, you know, like clink. Yeah, that was I'm like, like that was what? like that's the wind. Then they was like, wait a minute, that shit is not the wind. The fuck is this? And well, and of course they weren't worried about it because you know he's like that can't be what we think it is because we triple checked every lock. The doors aren't just closed; they are locked. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we no know Walker could get in here, right? Like this doesn't make sense. Um, but um. They hear more noise, so he says, maybe we should just do one more sweep because, you know, it could be humans that are sneaking in or something. But at the same time, you're like, why would humans make all that fucking noise? To let y'all know they were there. Yeah, like if you're a human and you're trying to, like, catch these people slipping, you're going to sneak up on them. Um, But, you know, and I was thinking, like, maybe it's the people returning or something because it's a nice nice place. Yeah turns out it actually was walkers they start fighting a they, ton of walkers they start pointing in yeah it like they were fighting that it the, uh, like a herd of walkers mm-hmm. and like the numbers start to overwhelm them and they have to get jerry and elijah up. 
Lydia goes and spears one of the zombies. The zombie grabs her spear. Yes. It doesn't y- yank it from her, but it like holds it with one of his arms. She takes a knife out, stabs it in the shoulder, like heart area. And then it, it, it didn't say ow, ouch, nothing. I was like, what is, I was like, man, that, I was like, that person is strong as shit. Cause with the walk, cause with the whispers, that was one of the ways you could tell they were whispers, right? Like you cut a whisper, they start yelling cause they getting, they, it, it hurts cause they're human. Yes. And a lot of times the other walkers will turn on the whisper and start eating it. Like, Hey mm-hmm. man, you, you not one of us. <laughs> and you don't belong here. Um, but no, that's not like. It took the stab to the heart and just kept like struggle walking towards them. Um, so then uh, Jerry got off in this scene. He got he had a sword. I don't know if it's Zeke's old sword or what, but he pulled out this sword and he got his last samurai shit off. He mm-hmm. was fucking them zombies up. It, it was, was beautifully shot. A beautiful shot. Uh, great choreography. And of course, he was representing for the wash crew because he got one bad knee. Mm-hmm. Shout out to old man strength. <laughs> right. Uh, they go inside of the building now because the zombies is too many. Mm-hmm. And while they close the door behind them, when they close the door, Jerry's looking at the door. He starts noticing the goddamn doorknob is turning. It started jiggling. I was like, what the fuck is happening? Why is the doorknob jiggling? So he has to push himself against the door, but he like talking to Aaron like, when the fuck did Walker start turning doorknobs? So they have to get to the roof of this structure. There's like a table and you can kind of climb up and lift yourself up. And so first the kids go, Lydia and mm-hmm. Elijah. And then Aaron says, Jerry, is your leg good? He said, good enough. And he jumped his ass up there. <laughs> good enough. While Aaron was like holding himself against the door and shit. So, and I, and I, this I did appreciate because I felt like Aaron was the reason Jerry was in that situation. And I felt like if he would have made Jerry sacrifice himself, I don't think I, I, I would have never forgiven his ass right so yeah, 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 yeah i'm glad aaron yeah. was the one to be like i'll hold the door yeah. you go up right so if he would have went down i'm like okay that's understandable because you're the one that got them in the situation i mean i didn't want him to go but if he but if something was to happen right i would be like okay valid because you're the reason why they're in the situation in the first the place. other reason the other thing i liked about the shoot the way they shot this scene and it's such a little thing but i feel like years ago they would have really tried to emphasize on like jerry's size and trying to get him pulled up with a bad knee and then they would have emphasized on like aaron having one hand uh and and how hard is it him for him to get pulled up to the roof they just basically cut through all that yes let's go we don't need all that for one but then two it's like not really it's just stretching it will be stretching the episode out yes sir. they're gonna get to the roof guys so right. they get to the roof jerry is on the roof but he's washed he's like listen my knee hurting I need to just sit down. Let me catch my breath for a little <laughs> I bit. I need to take five. You know? And Aaron's like, uh, once they're on the roof, they realize in the back is kind of a clearing. And uh, Elijah and Lydia are like, we can jump down there. And Aaron's like, yeah, we can jump. Oh, wait, no, Jerry's leg. And Jerry's like, I can do it. And they're like, no, you no. can't. Mm-hmm. Your knee is fucked up. You're not jumping down there. Um, and he tells them, uh, Elijah and Lydia, you jump down there. Yeah, I got them good knees. Yeah, with your young knees. Come on, young knees. Your whippersnappers. Jump y'all, y'all jump down there. You're gonna hop right back up. Yeah, you is. You're gonna roll roll it off like ain't nothing. So he's like, jump down there, flank the zombies, and then I'll go down the front way and fight them from this angle. 
basically will kill the zombies. While they're discussing this, a, the same zombie that was stabbed through <laughs> the fucking shoulder. <laughs> they took one to the shoulder. It 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 climbs to the roof. Nigga, it climbs. I was like, how this nigga climbing? And it was quiet as shit too. It climbed to the roof behind Jerry where Jerry couldn't see it over the corner. And it was getting close and then Jerry notices it, but his knees fucked up. His uh his 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 sword is sitting next to him, but like not, you know, on him. Mm-hmm. And he just calls out to Aaron, like, bro, I need some help. Aaron turns around and was like, fucking whisperers. I'm sick of y'all motherfucking. I, it, it, it was a rock in there. Did Aaron pick up the rock or did the zombie pick up the rock? The zombie picked up the rock. rock. That's what I thought. Okay. Okay. I want to get The zombie picked up the The fucking rock. Yes. That's very important because not only did the clown there picked up a rock and started going at Jerry. Yeah. And so, um, so, uh, Aaron ends up fighting this zombie and it's a fight. It's not a like, you know, the, the normal, like stab it in the head. Like this shit is Mm -hmm. like swinging back and shit. Like punch, punch you. I'll punch you. (laughs) You want to fight? I got you a fight. And as he's hitting it, you know, he's hitting it like when you're, when a black pair beats a child, it's like, oh no! I told you not to, you know that kind of. But he was like, fucking whispers, tired of this shit. He goes, rips the mask off the whisperer. The mask comes off. Underneath is a skull. It is a skull. Cause it's not a person. Mm-mm. It's not a fucking whisperer. It's not a real person. Mm-mm. Unless it's like a new version of like. The, the super duper whispers where they cut their own face oh. off and put a zombie face stitch yeah. it to their face I don't, I don't think that's happening Mm-mm. like the face came off i think because it's a zombie and it's just loose and skin is ugly yeah, right like you probably could rip the face off of most zombies at this point yes but oh my fucking god it was not a person nobody it looked like red skull yes it did like the red skull and i kept waiting for the shit to be like to talk almost yes like get the fuck off me bitch or something it was like (laughs) it was oh my god this is scary shit since the whisper like whispers are one of those things where in the comic books it was like oh yeah the whispers okay just a new group but then when i saw it in live action i was like oh Oh. that's the scariest shit in my life i've ever seen in my life right because seeing it in live action you go Oh, yeah, I could understand why you would really yeah. freak out, right? You would absolutely get killed by one. Yes. It's, I mean, and very easily because they look like the easy-to-kill zombies until these motherfuckers right up on you, and they stab, 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 shanking you. And you like, I noticed, like, when they killed Jesus, like, Jesus mm-hmm. was one of the baddest motherfuckers on the show, but it was like the one thing no one's anticipating is a sentient fucking zombie. zombie. Right. So um, they, they killed a zombie, and... Um, Jerry's like, when did Walker start climbing roofs and using like rocks and shit? Mm-hmm. And so in the morning, um, they killed all the walkers. Mm-hmm. I guess the rest of them weren't like that or something. Mm-mm. So they kill all the walkers in the morning and Aaron tells Jerry, he heard rumors of walkers that could open doors and climb walls and stuff, but he always just dismissed it as rumors. Right. And this like i said go back in the history books with him and his husband out there guarantee you they crossed enough people and people probably had told them hey we don't seen zombies do this or hey we don't and they was like they they kind of brushed it off 
but that would make sense. It, you know, like it probably doesn't happen that often. Mm-hmm. But the people that say that they've seen it, people be like, oh, yeah, right, you crazy. Because he basically was like, yeah, we've heard of them going back to, like, mm-hmm. remembering their homes and shit like that. But we've... And and and, and that, speaking of which, season one. Yes. Morgan's wife mm-hmm. returning to the front door. Now you have to reframe that 11 season later. Oh, shit. She was a variant, you know? Yes. Now, who knows how often these things occur? Because this would only be like probably our second time seeing one. Mm-hmm. But also, because of evolution or whatever, it's been Survival, at this point right. over 20 years in the zombie apocalypse. Correct. Whether the virus is mutating, whether the zombies themselves are evolving or whatever, mm-hmm. I could see a scenario where this is happening more often. And plus, of course, just as a TV show, you would want like uh, uh to add a new element to the show like mm-hmm. so but yeah it was so interesting and it's what go- happened and it's gonna be wild trying to explain that to people go hey y'all like we seen some shit this ain't normal like be aware and if you stab one and it don't say ouch or, or it don't go down you better run yeah you gotta watch out for these like employee of the week ass zombies <laughs> right these motherfuckers <laughs> out here trying to get an extra credit climbing <laughs> fences and shit <laughs> Um, using stones. Um, and then Aaron, um, oh, then Lydia goes over and kisses Elijah. Because mm-hmm. now that they almost died last night and zombies is fucking picking up sticks and shit, she's like, fuck it, I might as well get some dick. Um, Aaron brings up... <laughs> we almost died. Aaron, you free, you find out Aaron was listening to Jerry when he said this place could be the kingdom 2.0. Because mm-hmm. he was like, it could be. And and Jerry says, yeah, imagine that, man. King Ezekiel back in the in the throne, and Aaron said, "No, oh. I'm thinking Qu- King Jerry, right?" Because and Jerry says, "King Jerry and Queen Nabila," and I said, "Yes, my queen, let's go. Yeah. I want this to happen. Only spin off I watch." And it makes sense because I could tell it. I think right now it'd be very very hard to get Ezekiel to lead like that again. Like that's I don't think he ever wants to do he that. He seems again. very hell bent on helping the Commonwealth reform. Mm-hmm. And so, and, and yes, uh, I'm sorry. And to piggyback on what you're saying, I agree. He also doesn't seem like he would even want the mantle of leadership, right? And so, it'd be one of those things where he probably would even encourage him, Jerry. Why don't you do it? Like, like you have the temperament for it. You're actually a great leader. People love you and they will follow you. Like I could see Ezekiel, you know, encouraging him and getting him set up and just be like, all right, I'm going back to where I came from. I, I, I'm not staying here with you guys. Yep. All right. Before we move into the next segment, the Commonwealth, let me play some music so I know where to put commercials because these are the hardest ones to put commercials in. The Commonwealth. Let's go to the Commonwealth, y'all. Okay, let's do this. Let's go to the wealth. Doom, doom, doom. Um, so we start the show with another montage. This time it's Eugene-centric. Last week it was Daryl-centric. Mm-hmm. So I guess we're just doing a different person every week now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's his whole past, and we cut all the way back to when like Eugene was like first came up to Abraham and was lying about having Same a cure. Voice. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Uh, it's, yeah, it's the same voice of that woman's voice from the future or a girl's voice from mm-hmm. the future that I think is um, Judith, Me but too. we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, so then uh, we cut to now, and it's right after Sebastian's been killed in the uh, by a zombie in the uh, Commonwealth, and Eugene is running around after Max was attacked, but Max ghosted him. I don't know how she did that shit, but she just, he looked up, she was gone. Mm-hmm. And in true TV trope fashion, he goes and grabs a woman from behind that looks like her. <laughs> yes. It's like, it's like, Maxine, we gotta get out of here. And it turned around and was like, I'm just a woman dressed exactly like Maxine wearing the same clothes. <laughs> Damn it. And when she turned around, she said, it's you. You killed Sebastian. Mm-hmm. So I owe Karen an apology. I was wrong last episode. I was so sure that Maxine saved herself from Sebastian. But what really happened, looking at the replay, Eugene bumped into the zombie yes. that was grabbing Maxine. That and it didn't even look like he truly like meant it wasn't to do on it. Purpose, Mm-mm. but because of course <laughs> it was not on purpose. Because of course Eugene couldn't do no yeah. cool shit. Yeah, he, he literally he, like tripped into the zombie. <laughs> like, oh, excuse me. <laughs> He's like, my bad. And then right. the zombie was like, oh, food. Right, pardon my feet or whatever. And he just <laughs> bumped the zombie and it killed Sebastian. Yes, this is because I was like, and I. But the thing is, because it happened so quickly, I was like, oh yeah, I could see it literally happen anyway. But when I seen it, I was like, yeah, look like. He was like, oh, come here, uh, uh, woman, and boof. And, the, the and it's also fell. an extreme stretch that the woman turned around and said he killed Sebastian. You know, they need this for the TV show and the drama. And yes, they So do. that, you know, we have like a compelling reason to want stakes. But mm-hmm. nigga, get the fuck out of here. Nobody that watched that would be thinking to themselves, oh, my God, he killed Sebastian on purpose. Mm-hmm. You would be like, look at this goofy motherfucker. <laughs> If anything, you look at him and be like, I know he didn't do that on purpose. Look at him. Anyway. <laughs> right? Everybody just stood around and watched him get bit up anyway. All right. Uh, Daryl takes Eugene inside and hides him. And uh, Eugene is like, but I lost Max. And he's like, man, we don't have time for that shit right now. <laughs> right. Just come on. Don't nobody care about that. Come on. In the morgue, uh, Pamela uh, doesn't allow Mercer to stop Sebastian from um, um, crying. I mean, from uh, turning. Because, mm-hmm. you know, he got killed by a zombie and you normally just stab somebody through the head or whatever to keep him from turning to a zombie. But she's just looking at him and he's dead, but he's not reanimated yet. Mm-hmm. And when he pulls out his knife, she's like, no, don't do it. I, I got to mourn my baby. How do I <laughs> She's like, no. No, no, I... I knew you wouldn't shit, but I loved you anyway. That's basically what she said. Our family wouldn't shit. We ain't never been shit, but we like, can rule. We ruled. We ruled the place. You a piece of shit. You always were. Like it was the worst eulogy ever. Like you what don't want your mama to say this about you. She's no, like, you don't. You look. Family is complicated. Okay, he's a piece of shit. Um, but then she turns to Matt, to Mercer and basically offers him an ultimatum. Look, we know your sister did this shit you know family complicated the same way i'm disappointed in my son i'm disappointing your sister i don't know if it's these new friends she been hanging around whatever but she lost her way but we can still save this you can save your sister bring me eugene we'll pin the whole thing on eugene and max don't have to die because essentially she's committed treason 
which is of course penalized by death um and mercer is low-key with it because mercer kind of still as cricket as this shit is mercer believes in the rules and i don't mean rules as in the rules being just but just Mm -mm. these are the The rules rules. yeah i I must follow them he don't want his sister to die so you know because i look at mercer as a dude and then we'll get to this later episode but when you look at mercer in the as 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 a fixture in this community you're like this why aren't you just the leader Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got the loyal men, the military, the respect of the community. You're always trying to do the right thing. Why are you letting these corrupt people at the top run it? But once again, message. You know, this is the this is the show talking about capitalism and governments and societies. Mm-hmm. People think that shit all the time about you know the our government and our politicians and the people that work that do their bidding and shit and it's like why don't y'all just take this bitch over you a better person than they are message um (laughs) but then uh so she offers him this ultimatum like look if you want your sister to be fine go get eugene so i can kill him uh mercer's men round up like all the people from i think they said alexandria hilltop and riverside or riverbend mm-hmm. i don't remember riverbend I, I don't know if that's just like a mm-hmm. thing they just or maybe oh that's where negan and them were at probably. yes who we don't see this episode Mm-mm. we'll see negan or his wife Mm-mm. but uh we do see princess who we haven't seen in a while Yes, I have been asking about her mm-hmm. ever since we came back. I was like, she'd been gone. Like, where is she? And the Commonwealth done did her some good. She was looking good this episode, I think. Um, I mean, not that she was looking bad before, but, but it's but like, yeah. you know, I think when we first met her and she had the jacket and was acting all wild and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, she likes, you know how it is where like, you could just tell somebody been just like drinking water and doing yoga and shit. Mm-hmm. She looked like that. Like, why'd y'all get me out my... Out of, I was in there doing Noom and fucking... <laughs> right. Uh, what's, the, what's the other one they do? The Calm app. I was doing the Calm app. <laughs> why y'all coming in my house? Um, and we know she has, like, an apartment, I think, in the same building as, like, Mercer or some shit. Mm-hmm. And they were dating for a while. Um, yeah. Although, what were you going to say? Yeah, they ended up breaking up. Uh, and a lot of it has to do with Mercer's walls. Like she actually desired more, and every time she tried to get deep, he just throw that wall up, and she right. was like, mm, "Got time for this?" So yeah, she don't want to play them games. She's like, "Bitch, and I'm grown." She was another one that we got so much great background on this episode. Oh my god, like great acting from the actress mm-hmm. and delivery, great writing, and it just it's one of those moments that explains a character, and you can go back and look at all their actions before that, and you're like. Oh, you make so much more sense now yes, you than do. before I knew this information about you. So uh, they round everybody up and they start questioning them and all this shit. And we see them take Princess Zeke and Rosita out of their homes. In the interrogation room, we only see Rosita get questioned, which is another smart choice. Because normally when they do this, they do a montage of everybody getting questioned and ask no, the same thing. No need and, to. Yeah. It, it, and, and especially because we know our group, they're not going to fold. Mm-mm. So, like, they don't have no weak links in the group that's going to be like, actually, Eugene is over by the outhouse. Like, waste of time to show us that shit anyway. I agree. So, you could get it off from this Rosita scene. And basically, in the interrogation room, Mercer's like Rosita, and he treated her like a stranger. Like a suspect. He was reading her file. He was like, this is your Miranda rights. He was like, Rosita Espinosa, 123 Cherry Street, 
uh, unmarried, one daughter, Zakara Espinoza. Uh, She's like, we really doing this? Do you right? He's like, do you verify this information? She's like, nigga, are you acting like you don't know me? He was like, do you verify the information? She's like, so you just gonna be professional? That's what this is. Do you verify the information? She's like, yeah. And she's like, um, you know, he's like, where were you during this? During when Sebastian got killed? She was like, I was in the east corner of the such and such. And he was like, no, you were with Eugene. Witnesses say you they saw you with Eugene. She was like, yeah, 30 minutes before Sebastian got killed. Um, he's like, what were you talking about? And she was like, your sister. And how your sister want to overthrow the motherfucking government because she a terrorist, nigga. How about that? <laughs> right? Like, I don't know. Since you want to talk. Right. Since we strangers. Um, and he's like, you know where Eugene is? And she was like, no, I don't. And he was like, well, it's all right, because I know where he will be. Eventually, he's going to find his way to y'all, because y'all his friends. And he was right. Mm-hmm. I said, that's Mercer is smart. I'm like, I really, all you got to do is watch them, because they're going to try to protect them. And if you watch them long enough, you can uh, you can find Eugene. Yes, you can. But he tells her information that I think he wants her to give to Eugene. I think that's really what this scene is about, because he's like, Eugene need to turn himself in, because they'll probably go easy on him. And I, you know, um, and uh, this will be best for everybody. Y'all can go home and everything else can go back to normal. But he got to, someone has to pay. And this is the easiest way for him not to basically get killed. Now, what I'm thinking is, oh, no. Because I am kind of rooting for Mercer to be a good person here. But I feel like he said that, like, how police when they talk to you they can lie to you it's legal for them to lie to you to get you to confess to something Mm -hmm. it felt like oh this is a lie he's telling because he knows eugene has to die of course pamela is not of the mind of like well he cooperated and they don't have a connection like her and hornsby or her son or any like she's very much like i'm gonna make example of this person and i didn't feel like example was banishment or 10 days in jail it was we are going to kill this motherfucker um so uh when he told rosita that i said oh he's lying to her so that promise of i'm gonna help y'all get out of here and i respect you even if you don't respect me in this moment i said oh he's just a fucking cop Mm -hmm. it made me mad because i'll be rooting for him and i want him to break out of the mental control okay all right uh so um then they also like if you know that if you know that y'all are capable of lying to find a way to kill eugene why do you think your sister's safe i do not know because i you know i think that's why he did it trying to quote unquote protect his sister but she's not safe either because you know she get a hold of her she gonna be like bitch you betrayed me too pamela has way more reason to want to kill max even just because pamela knows the real truth eugene didn't have shit to do with that recording other than playing it correct only only maxine could have betrayed sebastian in that way and right because she know nobody else could have did a recording like that so i don't even know why he's if you really want to protect your sister you need to get pamela out of power and like go down like you need to support whatever this revolution is like uh uh-uh nope you don't get to be in charge that's crazy uh you know my hypothesis is that he eventually will i hope so uh rosita goes to the church 
that um you know gabe and uh, mm -hmm. gabe's church she goes to the church that's where they're hiding eugene daryl is in there protecting eugene they're planning to leave at dawn uh to go back to escape uh eugene is like i need to know where max is and they're like um calm your horses dog she want to stay and also like you still need to get the fuck out of here you can't really do shit to save her right and he's like, I apologize for putting y'all in a bad situation. And Daryl's like, don't apologize. Sebastian had it coming. Yeah. He was like, he wouldn't shit. Yeah. And he was like, don't worry. I know the security patrols. Because Daryl used to work too. So we can escape when the security shift changes. And then Eugene tries to get all heroic. He's like, at the risk of sounding ungrateful for all your efforts on my behalf, I can't leave without my beloved. I need to go find her. She showed me her boobies, and I like them too, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. And I don't blame him. I it mean, felt like sand. Listen, what's he going to go back to jacking off? No, buddy. You got to go risk it all. Save your, save, you know, save your woman. Um, And they're like, nah man we that's crazy you can't, <laughs> right we, we can't gotta leave. let you do that <laughs> she'll you know these are her people and she don't want to leave anyway and he's like well be that as it may i cannot i will not leave without her at the very least ascertain her safety and rosita's <laughs> like calm down nigga i'll go see if maxine I is mean, like right. safe. can we make a deal so you can stop walling out in here but you stay in the church so back in the morgue pamela is still, you know, sitting with her, sitting with her baby. And she's like, <laughs> she's talking to his corpse, talking about how she wasn't a good mom, but he wasn't a good son. And in death, life is complicated. Yeah, in death, maybe we stop disappointing each other. Um, and she's in there by herself now. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, Sebastian, Sebastian actually starts turning into a zombie because convenient zombie timing. Of course. Uh, she tells a guard to take care of that and then leaves. I thought, oh, you mean kill the zombie. Agreed. Because she did, you know, a lot of times people don't have the power to kill the zombie because it's their loved one and all this other shit. Mm -hmm. um, Princess comes into Mercer's office after she's been questioned and she questions him in front of his men like she questions the authority like what the fuck is going on right because she a real g she was like i don't give a fuck about this me and you having this conversation nigga let's talk right um so she made she's mad she was interrogated right um and then you know like y'all pulled me out my crib what the fuck is going on and he's like listen i can't be seen treating you any different from the others because you know we know that they dated or fucked or whatever and we know he likes her right but in this in his capacity as a lawman or whatever the fuck he don't want to seem like he's playing favorites so it, you got to get questioned because everyone else got questioned mm -hmm. and she says you know what cut the bullshit because if you catch eugene you're gonna kill him right she was like you act like i don't know what's going to happen like she's mad she wants blood and she is going to kill him right pamela's gonna kill eugene if she catches him and mercer's like and she looks at mercer and says, and you're not gonna do anything to stop it like what's wrong with you eugene is a good person um when i was out there in the wild um i went crazy basically i had set up zombie mannequins and shit and i was had a grenade a rocket line i was wilding the fuck out of that big machine she gun was. 
And she was like, Eugene was the only person that saw me and didn't judge me. He didn't. And like. Yeah. Because everybody was like, we can leave her. He was like, nope. Mm-mm. Right. Not, he with the bikes and everything. Through all that, he was like, we can't do that, y'all. Let's, Such a great call. Let's back. do the right thing. Shout out to shout out to Angela Kang. Kang. Mm-hmm. She doing it like, what? because it's, it's just, it's good to have things matter again on the show. Yes. And to have like a real history that's not just a kind of a one-off and then a character does something much later and you're like oh didn't they learn anything from the first time i like that reference to why princess would be the one to tell mercer eugene is a good man what are you doing right and this is what princess not even being involved in she didn't see anything Mm -hmm. she she just like i know his character i wasn't i don't know nothing about the sebastian shit i didn't see the zombie shit i just know if you kill eugene you killing somebody that's a good person why right um and then she's like he didn't even know what was gonna happen and you're killing eugene Mm -hmm. um mercer says well eugene will get a trial she says but will it be a fair trial come on ask the real questions because we know they got they must put on sham trials because clearly the thing with hornsby's is gonna be a some type of unfair trial Mm -hmm. like even the way she was on some like i'm gonna let you live but i'm not gonna like you ain't gonna be able to live here we'll have a trial which means oh so you've already decided the sentence mm-hmm. um so uh and she's like if you play it right you get to live which means if you go in what i what i took that to mean was if he if they do a trial for hornsby and he goes in there blabbing about all the secrets and sh- all the shit he's done for that family they gonna definitely kill him but if he plays the game right, shuts his mouth, accepts responsibility, pleads guilty or whatever, well, we'll exile you, but we're not going to kill you. Right. Um, so then um, Princess says, what is the point of a place like this if a good man is put to death? And just then a soldier burst in and says, we got a lead on Maxine Mercer, which is wow. That's her brother who's the leader. And you're saying her full government name. Like, you didn't say your sister. You didn't say Max. Maxine Mercer. And it made me think, that's how, quote, unquote, professional and detached Mercer is pretending to be in this moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though you can kind of see cracks in the veneer as he starts. Like, when he talks to other characters, you yeah, can see it. him thinking about the shit but, that they're saying. Yeah, right. but he's trying to play it as if I'm just a robot. Ice cold! So, yeah, he's like, I got to go. And she says, the princess says, yeah, me too um later that night maxine gets arrested trying to make it to rosita so she can escape right she found it she's like no girl no girl don't come this way the choreography was comical yes it was it was it was looking like red rover red rover (laughs) um so then um and she didn't even have a disguise like girl get a hoodie or something (laughs) right she she just tiptoeing around take your glasses off the neighborhood change clothes something shit i don't know Take the wig off, sport the natural. <laughs> Something. You know white people can't tell us apart. No, they, they don't can't. Uh, in the interrogation room, Mercer, her brother, tries to get her to sign a confession that blames everything on her mental health, and she stopped taking her meds because that's how good they got it in the Commonwealth. You can get meds. mental health meds. You go to the therapy. Like, you have mental health issues in Atlanta or Alexandria. You was just crazy. That's what happened. They was like, oh, kill this crazy person. Look at the flowers. <laughs> but <laughs> Commonwealth, they like, yes, boy, you better take some Percocet. <laughs> they're like, child, you better, here's my therapist. Y'all got more than one. Child, we got multiple ones. 
Um, so yeah, they 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 over there like, listen, what you need, Truvada? What you what you what you what you what you, what you, you need? need? Prep? What you need? Um, so then, um, uh, she refuses to sign the confession, and the confession also makes it seem like she doctored the recording. So it's trying to make it seem like the entire thing is fake. Yes, and she looked at him and she was like. I said what I said. I'm not signing shit. I did it. I meant to do it. It wasn't no mistake. She even looked at him and be like, nigga, you know what I did and stood for? It don't make no sense. If I die, I die. And what's interesting in this scene, too, is that she, she, like, well, we'll get to the end. Well, I actually need to say that part for the end, but... It's just interesting because she does believe this, as you just stated. And she refuses to throw Eugene under the bus. And she tells Mercer that, you know, Eugene saved me from Sebastian trying to kill me. Right, because if I would have died, nobody would have gave a fuck. And Mercer looks a little bit, like, shook, but also, like, resolute, like, well, this is still what needs to happen. Right, because I don't think he knew that part. He's like, I'm just trying to save you. And she guilt strips him because she brings up their father being in the military as a general, which makes sense because Commonwealth is a, oh, your daddy was a general? You a general, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, she brings up your father, you know, our dad was a general, and he said, speak the truth no matter what the cost. And I think my our dad would have liked Eugene, and he would have been proud of him and what he did, and he would have been ashamed of you. And I refuse to sign this shit. I'm not confessing. Right. She's like, yeah, I did it. Uh, back in the church, Eugene and Daryl get into it. Uh, this was funny as shit. Eugene wants to go out and look for Max. First, he's looking out the window, and Eugene, and Daryl's like, what the fuck are you doing? Are you trying to get caught? Yeah. This is stupid. And he's like, I thought I could help by, you know, noticing the 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 patrol numbers of the such and such. He was like, man, shut up and get out away from the window. And he's like, I need to go out here and uh, find, find Max. And Daryl standing in the way by the door, mm-hmm. and Eugene says, "You be wise to step aside. You be wise to step aside, hoss." He was speaking big shit. I was like, "Oh, word! You really trying to do this for Daryl?" And he was—you could tell he was scared to death the whole time. And Daryl wasn't scared. Like Daryl no. was looking like I smelled a bitch in you. What are you doing? <laughs> right. But I also thought it was just so funny. I because see you trembling. Yeah, I also thought it was just so funny because when he said that hoss, I just started laughing. Not the hoss. You be wise. You be wise. Step aside, hoss. No need for this to get ugly. Daryl. I just start putting his dukes up like this. Some nineteen twenty boxing. Yeah, he's like the fighting Irish mascot. <laughs> yes, he did. And we know Daryl. Daryl fucking Dixon. Like he could dispatch Eugene in one second. But Daryl square looks him up, sizes him up, and actually moves out the way and says, "Go ahead." And what I thought was going to happen was he was going to say, go ahead. Eugene was going to take a step past him. And he was just going to knock his ass out, tie him up or something. But he really just let him go. And Eugene started moving real slow. Like, like you you actually going to let me go? Yeah. That's basically <laughs> Like, what I said. didn't think this was going to work. I thought we were, I thought you were going to actually, like I said, knock me upside the head, wrestle me down or some shit. You, you, he, looked, he really looked like, like a little kid. When you were like, well, go ahead, go on outside. You, they were like, word. Like, it was like a kid when you tell, when they say I'm running away from home. Yes. It's like, well, go outside. Then you can run away from home. And they get like halfway up the street and they realize, I don't know anything other than halfway up the street. 
I've never been this far from home before. Never been this far from home. I suddenly feel like coming back home. <laughs> right? As, Where it's safe. And Eugene sits back down and he's like, you you know I wasn't going to do it because I'm a coward. And Daryl says, no, it's because you're smart. And Eugene talks about how he's always had to rely on others to survive and he's had to lie to, to get what he wants and... You know, he's asked Daryl, do you think people are born brave or do they become it? And Daryl says both. Uh, yes, I can see that. Yeah, because the thing about it is everybody gets scared, no matter who you are. That's what people better realize that is how do you deal with it? And some people step up and some people don't. And some people step up at different times and other times than others. And then for some people, they go, no, this is truly who I am. Mm. Yeah, I mean, we've seen all kinds in this in this this show. Mm -hmm. Uh, Princess and Zeke talk about sneaking Eugene out. Uh, and then Zeke says, and she's like, then we can get Yumiko and we can all go back on the road together because they were the ones that arrived at Alexandria together. Mm -hmm. And uh, Zeke says, I'm not leaving. Yeah, he was I like, meant that. Mm -hmm. He's like, no, nah, I meant I was staying. Like, mm -mm. like, he is fully on board with reforming the Commonwealth. Mm -hmm. He's one of the people now. And Zeke asks, do you think Mercer is a good man? And she says she thinks so, but she's been wrong about men before. And she says, and maybe, um, and he, you know, maybe this time I deserve more than just the best of a bad situation. Uh, because, you know, Commonwealth is a, is a bad situation. Mm -hmm. And Zeke says, yeah, you do whatever you decide. I'm here if you need me. And, but he's not leaving. So mm. he is steadfast. That's why I was like, he he's he he said he has said that before and he said it again. I was like, oh no, Jerry, there's no way he will he, he he's not gonna leave that place. Uh Pamela visits Hornsby in his cell. This is such a weird scene. Oh my god. Yes, it was. So you know, she came in with her like, you know, businesswoman suit on and mm -hmm. shit. And he is literally on the ground on his knees with his hands behind him tied up or chained up or whatever in the cell and she stand is standing over him and it's giving dom sub vibes yes it did and of course she's mad as hell because he killed he's an instrumental in the plan that killed her son mm -hmm. and she knows she was like yo people murdered eight of our citizens that turned into zombies and one of those zombies killed my son it was your plan and he's like, you got to believe me, Pamela. I didn't know. I mean, I, I would never intend to. And he keeps stumbling over his words as she like looms over him. And he eventually says he didn't intend for Sebastian to get killed. Mm -mm. But um, and he liked Sebastian and respected their family, which is why he helped Sebastian with his little side projects, which I guess were the going you know, at that shit where those people house. kept getting missing. Mm -hmm. And yeah, Um and he said, I did that because he was your son. And she caresses his face, which is like the second time we've seen her do this. Mm -hmm. Like a little kid. She caresses his face, but almost like sensually. It, because, And it became sensual, not because of the caress of his face, but he reacted to it like it was a sexual thing. Yeah, I was like, had they been intimate at some period of time? Would not be surprising if they didn't show us that relationship. But I was right. like, oh, y'all must have been intimate. Y'all had to have some form of a sexual relationship at some Something. period of time. 
it it felt like that. Mm-hmm. Or maybe she just ties him up and beats him or something and he's into that. I don't something. know. But it was very like given like fetish or something. Mm-hmm. And then she pinches his like nerves in his shoulder area. And um he he's like ah you know in pain and, and he he's like those fuck it's the Alexandrians' fault. We should have never brought them in here. It's all been bad because you know they came. And she's like, well, how are we gonna handle this situation? She puts his hand, her hand, in his pants pocket while he's you know, once again on his knees in front of her. And I, I'm not like I hate to sound like uh, maybe this just is too much information and. And and the kind of porn I've seen, but I was like, is she jacking him off? That's what I thought. I was like, is she rubbing his dick? What is happening at AMC? I was like, this is so weird. <laughs> I was like, like, this is some strange ass porn. We about to watch you. What yeah, is going on? Especially since it was never no foreshadowing. Mm-mm. Like it wasn't like you know, oh yeah, they do some freaky shit sometimes, and we've been hinting that Pamela might be a freak. You know, oh remember that one episode where. Uh, they accidentally came into a bedroom and she had on leather chaps. Like we don't have any foreshadowing Mm-mm. that there's some weird sexual power play going. Right. Um. So yeah, she was just like, uh, in his pants pocket. But it turns out she was looking for his coin. Mm-hmm. And it was that coin that he flips like Two Face, um, where he decides people's fate supposedly. Mm-hmm. And so she was like, "How about we do it with a, like you like it, like a little risk." And I'm gonna flip this coin, and if I win, you get to live. I mean, if you if you win, you get to live. He wins. Long story short, you know they do mm-hmm. all the, you know, they do all the like proper the drama, um, yeah, yeah, like oh, well, well, what's gonna happen? But he wins. Um, so after he wins, he thanks her. He's like, oh, thank you oh, for giving me this other chance for letting me live. I promise you, I'm gonna serve your family well. I'm I'm a changed man. I'm 100 at the Milton's disposal. Now, the thing you have to realize when you say, I'm at the Milton's disposal, what Milton's is just her now. It's Milton. She's like, she don't have. Yeah, she's like the us no offspring. Both like, her right, sons have dead. died. Her husband has been passed. Her dad is passed. Right. right. Her legacy is old. Like, when for, she, for as big as Pamela is on family legacy, it's over. Yeah, because her son never had any children or anything. Like, this ain't a woman that is think like, oh, yeah, well, it's all good. She's like, no, you ruined everything. So then um, she says, uh, she goes to leave, but she tells one of the guards to put zombie Sebastian in the cell with them. And the dude that we saw with that woman who killed those eight people last episode, mm-hmm. one of one of obviously one of Hornsby's underlings or spies. Mm-hmm. So that mean they've been following them. Uh, they know somehow they know who they were. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they'll get into that later, but yeah. they definitely knew who to kill. And he's killed. Like he is dead. He's yeah, been I'll, shot through the head. Yeah. I wonder what happened to the woman. She must've got and away. I don't know. And it was recent. Yes. According to, uh pamela and she says feed sebastian they throw a knife in there with hornsby and say that body is still warm feed sebastian this man's warm your spy's warm body now on the one hand i love the poetic license i think it's like a a real flex to be like keep 
feed your underling to my dead zombie son who I think is like chained up or whatever but it's like feed him before we start eating on your ass or whatever but also such a sloppy James Bond villain move you yeah. gave the nigga a knife and once again I don't know how deep his hooks are in the people in the commonwealth and she don't ha- either why are you not just killing him fuck a coin Flip the coin. Oh, it said you could live. We killing you anyway. Yep, because he's going to be a problem. Yeah, you don't leave people like this alive. So very, this once again, Commonwealth people are soft. No matter how fucking dope they, like, how cool their community seems to be. They they ain't had enough hardships in a long time. Rick Grimes would have shot this man and not thought twice. Daryl Dixon would have shot this man. They wanted to fuck him up when they was in the tunnel. Yes. He's like, the fuck are we leaving him alive for? He is a problem. I got a trial. Guilty. <laughs> you did the shit. Um, so then, um, so I just thought that was sl- really sloppy. Uh, Princess is packing her bag to get the fuck out of uh, mm-hmm. the Commonwealth, but Mercer is standing outside in the hallway uh, in his full orange armor. Uh, like yeah, Princess was up there sitting up in my room. She was packing yeah. her shit up. Like I got to go. Yeah, he was. I guess he was in the hallway. I saw you walking in the rain. Cause <laughs> yes, he did. He was. He was stalking. You know, he was watching her. And uh, he says, uh, "Can we talk?" And she's like, "Okay, this is awkward because you basically caught me trying to sneak out." And she, uh, he says, "Please don't, don't leave." And she's like nah i'm leaving mm-hmm. and he says it's because of me she says yeah no maybe um she doesn't want to be there when eugene dies and he says well that's what i'm trying to stop from happening and she's he's like i'm doing everything i can she said but you're really not doing everything you can right like you like you could just like take these motherfuckers out of power be like no they shouldn't be in power. That speech was right. That is how they feel about us. We need to reform a different type of governmental system other than this weird fiefdom where <clears throat> the Miltons continue to lead by birthright like it's royalty or some shit. Mm-hmm. Like we don't have elections and shit. They just get to run the town all the time and right. everybody has to like be allocated resources that aren't equal or right, you gotta merit a, based. You can have a parade and I can't even watch it yeah so she's like nah you like you're sitting here letting this be some bullshit i don't want to be here when eugene gets killed and um he says this place isn't perfect i'm not perfect but it could be a lot worse she said don't you ever say that to me and she talks about her childhood where her mom married a a dude that was like a evil stepfather with an evil stepson they both acted like they were her boss when she was a kid and they would uh talk down to her and shove her and all types of physical stuff and eventually and her mom would just sit there act like it didn't happen Mm -hmm. and so eventually she started acting out because you know who the fuck are these guys and mom why aren't you standing up for me but she was just happy to have a man okay she listened to tyler perry advice and so she would um act out and then the stepfather and her stepbrother would throw her tie her up throw her in closets and shit she would pee on herself because she'd be in the closet so long Mm -hmm. then they would beat take turns beating her um and she was like and the whole time they were hitting me 
they were saying stuff like it you know you got a roof over your head you this could it could be worse it's not perfect here but you don't you don't have any you know appreciation so she's like you know fuck that thinking you know they they were like why need it could be worse you know than us beating you every day um and she said because it could be better too and it should be this place is starting to look a lot like my stepdad and if i just sit by and watch that makes me my mom and i'm not my mom so i gotta go right because of what happened to me when i see a man i see a monster i've been seeing them like that long before they were dying and coming back as actual monsters but i know that's not you i just want you to know that and then she leaves mm-hmm. and i, 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 I all the feels i love love this speech love love this background for this character love the vulnerability i love the way it it, it hit mercer like a punch because we know this is a man that's fighting with his quote-unquote duty and trying to keep some semblance of order but also fighting with his conscience because he knows this shit is wrong yes he does and he actually does have the power to change it but he's a person that hasn't been using his power Mm -hmm. to change shit that shit was oh man like like i said i'm i hate that so many people turned away from the show in that way because like to me the show was it was it's good mm-hmm. um and I, I get it i get why people turned away but like moments like this i'm just like fuck what a what a great scene great acting um and then there's like the romantic tension part of it too because it's almost felt like a a rom-com in that the end of that second act you know <laughs> where it's like you know I, you're never gonna choose me over your job. I'm leaving, and you're like, "Oh, nigga, you got to quit your job. What you I doing?" Mean, yeah, choices have got to be made now. Uh, but then um, we cut to Rosita and Daryl coming into the church, and they tell Eugene that Maxine has been captured, but we got to leave. Eugene says, "I can't leave. I'm not going with y'all." Mm-mm. And he, Eugene and Rosita have a long talk, and it's kind of emotional talk once again. And this one is about how, like, uh, she's trying to convince him to go. He's like, what kind of man would I be if I just left the woman I love here to die? Yeah. She was like, a-, a live man. Right. And he basically, and it's a lot of what happened to Eugene had a lot to do with the flashbacks at the beginning of the episode. Because mm-hmm. this thing was like, I've been running my whole life. I've been lying my whole life. I have wasn't responsible for anything you know got one of my best friends killed fucking around and lying and shit like this like no I, i'm actually gonna stand up and be accountable and responsible and not and, and not be the the person that's always dependent on somebody else and not be the person that flakes out and not be the person to be scared and and like and be bold and he's over the years he's been being bold like he built them bullets like he like you can tell over the years he's he's kind of grown and this is years of him slowly growing and also i think with him uh, meeting this woman and realizing, hey, I have something I actually love and and, and, and and something I want to protect and I'm not actually so self-centered that I only think about myself and don't care how my actions impact others, I'm going to stay. Yeah. Um, and so he, I guess this is him becoming brave, mm-hmm. you know. In his own way. Yeah. Um, so um, he gives uh rosita his charm like turquoise charm necklace to give to coco one day because you know he's her her third daddy yep 
And so he turns himself into Mercer's office and he confesses. He says, I made the recording of Sebastian. Um, I caused Sebastian's death. And uh, Mercer's like, and anything else? And he's like, and Maxine ain't have nothing to do with it. And Mercer is basically like, looks almost relieved. Like, those are the three things I needed him to say so that I could keep my sister from getting killed. Um, and I got to say, the real MVP, Maxine, girl, take a fucking bow. Because she got that super wet gorilla grip, confessed to a she murder you didn't even commit. Dude. Pussy. She got that. Mm, I don't want that. Okay, that's that snapped. Like, help <laughs> me commit a murder, she vagina. Got I don't. Good, good. I'm scared of that. Whatever, whatever that is. Because that man was on his knees and they're like, I did it. I confess. Take me to jail. Lock me up. Throw away the key. I said, what, nigga? What was? How? But not me. <laughs> he was serious, too. They giving death penalties out for this one, he Eugene. Was like, I don't care. All you did was hit press play on a fucking tape recorder. You going to die for this? That She must have she put it on him. Um, so then we get a quick montage of Maxine in the interrogation room, Eugene in his cell, Mercer looking off in the distance, you know, contemplating, I'm sure, the soul of his own soul. <laughs> and then Rosita looking at Eugene's necklace, packing it up with the things so she can give it to Coco. She turn, She's like, uh, y'all ready to leave? She turns around. To, the kids are not in the room. And two thugs jump her. This was wild. I, I, I didn't see this coming. And But before you go into that, okay. I actually love this quick montage because these, this right here mm-hmm. is shit. We'd have had an extra five minutes of them, a minute and a half of them going. But nope, just just go through. We know that words have been said, things have been exchanged, and let's kind of hop between this. Yes. And so she gets jumped, and then they don't kill her. They throw a bag over her head, which means – She's probably getting kidnapped. Mm-hmm. And we'll find out, I'm sure, when we come back for the next episode. But there's two things about this for me. One, whose men are these? Right. Because it's hard to believe that Hornsby's people, because Pamela seems to have taken out Horns, some of Hornsby's people. And it, to me, I feel like that was a sign that she's probably neutralized his his thorns you know when mm-hmm. she brought in that dead dude we didn't see the woman so mm-hmm. it's possible other people are out there on the run or whatever mm-hmm. but like i don't see how this move would help hornsby right really, necessarily i mean it could be it could i could see some machinations where like hey we kidnap your children y'all gotta kill pamela or we gonna kill your kids like it could work that way but it just seems like how would hornsby even be able to to coordinate to do that, that with right. what with this particular predicament of being in a cell and fucking feeding Sebastian his dead people's like mm-hmm. it feel like he's so far out of power maybe that won't be happening but who knows mm-hmm. who knows right it's a possibility but it's 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 a lower probability the other thing I'm thinking is well I guess it was three things it might be Pamela people mm-hmm. making are, sure they don't get away like her do dirt people like Mercer yes. is her public facing. Yes. He's not really in on the corruption, Mm-mm. but if the people at the top are corrupt, but uh, not so overtly corrupt, he'll 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 back their play because it's the keeping order, right? But when it comes to like, I just need some people dead or some shit. 
I feel like Pamela got to go missing. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Pamela got some other motherfuckers that do dirt. I and do. Too. I wonder if that's who they were. Could be some other mysterious third group we haven't been introduced to. But I'm thinking maybe these are Pamela's like black ops people. And then the last thing I thought, Miss Fucking Steak. Why did you do that? They was about to go home and let y'all, you won. You yeah, were winning. I, yeah, yeah, it's one of those things when you got to go back to Rick's, you don't know who you fucking with because it's one of those things where you literally should have let them leave because once you start like fucking and they, they, they there and they look around and she's not there, they're going to start looking for her. And particularly if this is like a coordinated effort where you're taking multiple people in the group. Well, we see the preview where they're saying in like the next episode, like they took our kids and you know, like I'm just like whoever took their kids. What were you doing? Yeah, cause, because these cause, ain't the ones. Because it's gonna be no mercy. They're definitely going to kill you. Yeah, even if it is Hornsby, where he's like, "Y'all need to do something for me before I give your kids back." Okay, and the second we get them back, you're fucking dead. Yeah. Also. Our fucking kids might kill you. Judith might kill you. She, yeah, yeah. I don't think they realize how gangster Judith is. How do you not know? They've lived with y'all long enough for you to know their raps. The best thing that can happen for you as a Commonwealth is for them to leave. Yeah. The entire reason that Pamela is on the ropes and her son dead is because these motherfuckers got let in the door and they just was like noticed a few things wrong. They weren't even like let's actively overthrow this place. They were just like. Oh man, this is happening. A plus B equals C. Let's get the fuck out of here. They just want to get home with their fucking supplies. I cannot. Be- this is such a such a huge ball drop for the Commonwealth. If Pamela's behind this shit, she signed her death warrant. Yes, and it's also one of the things to where uh, some of the people put like this, particularly with Carol. Carol, <laughs> I could see Carol fucking her up because Carol was like, we made a deal. I, I did not know this was going to happen. And you went back on your deal, which is probably going to really piss Carol off. Mm-hmm. And not only did you, okay, you went back on your deal. Okay, I understand you love your child. Cool, 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 cool. But then you come over here fucking with us, people who had absolutely nothing to do with it. Oh, you're on my list now. You're on well, my also, list. Well, also, the Commonwealth solved. Like, this isn't even all our people. They be running through y'all with like three, four people at a time doing little missions. They haven't actually organized. They haven't even, like, we don't even see some of the characters every week. If they really just sat down and organized where they were like, listen, we starting a revolution. Let's get the people together. They already upset about the classism here. Let's go ahead and tear this caste system down, tear this whole motherfucker down. They could have done that at any point, but they were like, oh, y'all got ice cream and soap. That's cool. Oh, it's a caste system. We don't really want to stay here, Uh, but y'all be cool. And y'all were like, let's kidnap their kids. Well, now everybody got to fucking die congratulations you signed your death warrant so i I, and also the other thing about this mercer won't back this play i'm sorry i would be shocked if mercer finds out you kidnapped these people's kids and he's like rules are rules i feel like that's the kind of thing that he's like oh no okay so you're just an evil corrupt dirty bitch that fuck the laws fuck traitors and all that my sister was right you can die yeah and also all jokes aside i can also 
see uh negan and his people going they did what okay uh, uh, like like now the few members we have have got to be, get involved in this well shit mercer too. also has the cachet to be a leader which is the one thing that the commonwealth should be afraid of is someone like activating mercer in a way where he's like i'll lead these people then yes because i think that's what i've been waiting on is for him to just step up and be like listen i'm well respected people know me in the community people trust me uh to do the right things i haven't actively been involved in any of the dirt Mm-mm. and like especially when he killed his own men when he found out they were involved in that shit that gives you this like oh he don't really play that and so if they fuck around to a point where him and the alexandrians like join the same team i think you'll be looking at mayor mercer next week but yeah, yeah him and particularly uh with uh, uh yumiko i could i could see it turning yeah she could be a very, leader very very ugly e- even if he don't quote unquote be the leader leader like i could see her yeah. stepping up and be like okay some people was listening shit. to yumiko yes. two weeks ago or Cause whatever because pamela was folding when them people yeah. was hollering because they was like bitch we don't believe you boo all right well that's it for our recap hope you guys are enjoying this and still listening and all that stuff Ooh, this was a long one um thank you for listening and we'll be back with more walking dead wednesdays next week uh until then I love you. I love you too. Mwah. Mwah.